Welcome to Bad Counsel, where Greg, Jack, and Tim freely give advice to their listeners' questions. So, let's be clear. These three are in no way qualified to be giving any advice. But I'm not so sure they know that. So, take it or leave it. Consider that your disclaimer. Now, on with the show. This was uh, what was amazing to me is as close as the two of you are, this is the first time you were physically in the same space. So not only was Jack meeting you for the first time physically and, and, and also your beautiful wife, Katie, or I guess not only, but that, I mean, it to me, it well, just no, seems like you two are so close. Yeah, I, no, I actually, believe. it's funny that, yeah, I, I told them that the same thing. I was actually telling people, like I told my son, you know, where are you going? I said, I'm going to meet Greg's new wife. And, um, and then Dante said, have you met Greg? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I guess not. I, but it seems like we've met. And, um, I thought meeting was going to be a little weirder. It, it really wasn't. It was just like mm. Greg just physically being there. It, it, again, like I said, you, you know, you spend so much time over, you know, extended period of time. So it was cool. It was definitely cool. It was cool meeting Katie. She was awesome. We're, we're partiers, our family. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. We like to have fun. Speaking of which, and 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 texts, Tim. I I have a question for you, Tim. I'm just wondering if, hypothetically, if you and and Tammy were say coming into town, right? You're going to stay here locally in the area and get a hotel. Yeah. And um, and we're supposed to get together, have dinner, right? Hang out, Uh, probably some drinks, right? You know, we haven't seen each other in a while or or ever, right? Um. So, and then, uh, you know, we're going back and forth. What time, you know, eight o'clock. Okay. Um, you know, and I let you know that, you know, where I'm at is about an hour and a half away from where we're going, where, where we're going to be at. Um, so you obviously being a great friend out of the kindness of your heart respond with, you know, Hey, just, you know, if we, you know, drink too much or whatever, you don't want to drive back, you know, (laughs) you're welcome to maybe crash, you know, in our room on the floor, you know, whatever. Um, right. So you don't have to to drive back, which is, you know, would be an awesome thing for, for you to do. I would expect that from, you know, a good friend. Right. My question is this. After you sent that text, like directly after you sent that text, would you feel the need to send another text immediately pointing out that that is not, by the way, a offer for a threesome <laughs> as opposed to... <laughs> Like, well, after doing this podcast with you, probably yeah. It's I, okay. I, so, <laughs> I, I would. Uh, there you go. Uh, so I'm, I'm assuming that kind of text happened before you got to. Yeah. Uh, so be, Katie and I were literally in the parking lot of our inn in Charleston. <laughs> Was it Katie that said, "Oh wait, please." <laughs> And, and Katie loves Jack, loves you too, Tim. But was very excited, as you know, nearly as excited as I would, I would dare to say, to meet Jack in person. Yeah. And so we just happened to be getting into the car to start the drive from Charleston when Jack texted and said, "Hey, man, this is going to be fun tonight. I'm an hour and a half away." Uh, and so I said, "Oh, you know, Jack's down for this," but I didn't realize how far he is from where we're going to be. And she's like, uh, immediately. Like, you know, tell him he can crash at our, at our hotel. You know, hopefully there'll be a couch um, or, or you know, something. Or we'll get a cot or something like that. And I was like, yeah, no worries. And I have to admit, 
at that moment, I thought to myself, <laughs> of all the all the things we talk about, you know, what a bizarre kind of thing to say. But I I I, uh, I texted Jack that immediately and said, "Hey, bro, if you need to crash, it's no problem." And then there was kind of one of those classic pregnant pauses, <laughs> you know, um, and Katie kind of like got this like. Um, humorous look on her face and, and she smiled a little bit she was like but make sure jack knows that this isn't uh some sort of a, a, a subtle invitation to a threesome and, and, it, like, and it was like she read my mind we often find ourselves having similar if not identical thoughts and i looked at her and i laughed and i was like you know what it it bears stating for the record yeah I'm gonna say it we didn't just laugh and say oh haha he'll never think that that's possible yeah me my phone yeah, I was like, yeah, you know what? It's worth it's worth putting out there to avoid some awkwardness. It's Jack. He's not going to mind. He's yeah. not going to mind. That's right. I just pretend like I don't get the second text. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's great. Well, well, fellas, what do you think? Think it's time to help our listeners with their questions? That's what we're here to do. I'm, I'm ready. Let's do it. I do want to add before we get into the show tonight that it'd be great for you to rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever podcast app you're listening to. Uh, I think that's really important. I think it's something that will help us get the word out about Bad Counsel and obviously get us more questions. Um, I, You know, look, it doesn't have to be a five-star review. Should be. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah, no, it does actually. It, it, well, I, I mean, look, if you think it's five or four, whatever, I mean, that that's fine. I, I, I think when I see a podcast that has all five-star reviews, I don't believe it, right? Sometimes you have to have a hater to be legitimate. And well, I think we got our first hater. I don't know if you saw this, oh, but we, oh boy. We, got our, we got our first one-star review. And, and I was oh, wondering, like, really? Yeah. What, what do you think we said if you think back to the nine previous episodes, what did we say that pushed someone over the brink to actually take the effort to go in and rate us after our appeals last week and give us one star? Was what? What was it? Was so it? I, I can only imagine it's it's one of the people who sought our advice. That might be it. We didn't really consider that. We might. Yeah, this whole ratings thing might not be a good idea now that I think about it. If, you know, it could be the, the real shit baseball guys with the advice that we're giving out. Uh, yeah, my first thought was Joe. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, Joe would never do that. That's not a Joe thing. Of course, I, not. Of course I wondered not. if maybe someone tried our uh, recipe that we put out there, and maybe that didn't go over well at their no, little party. That could be it. We told that one guy not to go to work that with the edibles, right? Right, right. Yeah, right. so right. not him. Yep, the caller. Shouldn't yep. be him. Well, you know, that I think that's the inherent danger in our podcast is that we're giving advice. We're not just simply offering the ramblings of our minds. That's true. We're giving people actionable advice. That comes from the ramblings of our minds. Yeah, absolutely. And so sometimes people are going to take our advice and they're probably going to execute it, execute it badly and then you have to have to place blame on somebody because they're not man enough or woman enough to own it themselves. And so they're going to project on us. We are certainly not middle of the road. You there know? you go. So five or one. Yeah, yeah. Give us a five or one. Let us know. You know, we, we fucked it up or we knocked it out of the park. There's probably no in between based on the advice we're giving. Yep. This was this was a moment for us. I think this is a big moment. But anyway, if you're listening to this right now, just hit the damn review. Just yeah. It takes nothing to just... Thank you, whoever mm -hmm. that was, for rating us. Thank you. 
And drop dead now. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So on to the questions. So uh, we did get this from Electrum Saw on Twitter. Uh, They sent it to, of course, Electric Saw. uh, Electric Saw. Electrum Saw. So E-L-E-C-T-R-U-M-S-A-H. Sent it to Adbat Council 1 on Twitter. And Electrum Saw asks, I have always hated my grandpa on my dad's side. (laughs) The first time I met him as a kid, he smashed most of my toys because he said I didn't deserve them. He never bothered to learn my name. He just calls me <laughs> older and my brother younger. Every time I've <laughs> Every time I've met him at a family gathering, he's bullied a kid into crying. Plus, he never shuts up about how great he is, how great China <laughs> is, and how great Mao is. Oh my god. So my family went to visit some cousins and we got some news that my grandpa was very ill and had two strokes. So I said, well, you know what they say, the third time's a charm. <laughs> Everyone got super shocked and started telling me off. They said I should never make jokes like that, no matter how horrible the person is. So am I the asshole? Was I wrong? No. No, I don't think so. No, not at all. I think that's apropos for the, the circumstances situation. And pretty fucking funny, actually. No, it's really know. funny. You know, but in this case... It just goes back to my one of my guiding principles is that, you know what, if you're a young asshole, you're going to be an old asshole. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, 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 and nobody hesitates to take the inventory of young assholes. So I say, you know what, fuck you, Gramps, you know, your toys. Yeah, what the fuck, man? <laughs> kind of asshole breaks toys? And I Miles did. a commie, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I love that he calls he calls he calls Electrum Saw older and his brother younger. Like yeah. I don't have a name, it's just older and younger. Right. It seems very medieval to me. Right. You know, I was thinking Uther Pendragon until I heard about his love for China and Mao. So Electrum Saw, no, you're not the asshole. No, you're not an asshole. You're cool, actually. Your family yeah. are a bunch of uh, right. pussies. That's if I right. may say. Yep. Call in. Yeah. Let us know. Did he pass away? Uh, did was the third one the charm? We'll we'll have to see. <laughs> Could it go eventually? Paragon Till Death sent us a note on Twitter. They direct message us uh, this question. I love the show and I've heard you guys touch on polyamory a few times. And now it seems there may be some inside knowledge within the panel. Hmm. I wonder who he's talking about. Hmm. Um, I was wondering, as someone interested, if you would be able to share some pros and cons on the lifestyle for someone considering. Greg? Well, no, I, I could only present theoretical cons because it's not something that I could see myself doing. Um, well, I guess I could do theoretical pros too, you know? Uh, <laughs> you know. I mean, if, if you're going to, if it's going to be hypothetical, you might as well enjoy it too. Yeah, exactly. So Jack, let, here, how, why don't we do this, Jack? I will tell you what I think the pros and cons are, and then you can school me on the reality of the situation. Okay. Let's, fun? Yeah. Let's Our own do little that. Mini game show. Sure. So, I mean, uh, pro On the pro side, off the top of my head, I'd say to myself, you know, having more people who love you in life, that's that's can't be a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. I would say that a pro is, is that, you know what, for lack of a better term, share the workload. You know what I mean? It's yep. like uh, being in a relationship <laughs> is tough and, and it requires a lot of like focus and attention, but having an extra person in the mix you know, gives you a little bit of space or free time. So, so wait, so let me, let me get this straight. So mm-hmm. we're talking about polyamory. The yeah. second pro you come up with is the fact that 
there's more people doing the laundry than just two. That that's your that's a pro for you. I was thinking about the emotional heavy lifting, Tim. But yeah, sure, chores. I guess that, uh, that's another thing too. Okay, yeah. so all right, so you're talking about emotional heavy lifting. It's legit uh, okay. in both aspects. If two or the three are into chick flicks or uh, romantic comedies, and and you know the Steelers are in the playoffs, it's like it's a lot less guilt inducing to say, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna step out and watch the Steeler game, and you know you guys go see the Notebook for the fourth time. I mean, certainly from an economic standpoint, I guess, uh, you talk about dual income homes and I don't even know what the, the <laughs> pronoun would be or the, the the descriptor would be, but try income homes. That sounds good to me. Poly income, right? Yeah. yeah, poly income. So those are all, those all sound like nice things. Agreed. Um, I think jealousy would be a con, wouldn't you? Like, Yeah, exactly. Downside, top top of the list, jealousy. Okay. Yeah. So so that's those are my thoughts, uh, Jack. Yeah. So, no, I'll, yeah, uh, actually, it's not bad. Um, the um, you missed one kind of major one. Um, there's the pro whole, or con. It's um, well, the pro is that you get to have sex with another person, mm-hmm. right? Right. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. And then, if you wanted to, I guess the con would be that your partner also gets to have sex with another person. <laughs> so <laughs> that one kind of cancels itself out, I guess. Yeah. If you really, yeah. I guess, overall. Um, no, seriously though, yeah, legitimate <laughs> zero sum gain. I think that's called right. Obviously, the 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 whole concept of more love, right? Yeah, obviously, right. If there's more people that that you know you're capable and and able to to share with and 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 have, obviously, that's a positive for sure. Um, the, the workload share is an interesting one. That is one that, you know, I didn't consider going in and, and kind of learned about, um, throughout. So yeah, I, I hated, uh, giving Wait, back does, rubs. Jack, does, does everybody know, the listeners know that you were in a polyamorous I, relationship or. I mean, I know we've touched if on there, it a few If their powers yeah. of basic deduction haven't been removed <laughs> at birth, then I think they'll be <laughs> yeah, But I don't think we've ever said, oh, well, you know, that's. So yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah years, um, years. I, yeah, I was in a, a, a polyamorous relationship for years. My, myself, okay. uh, my wife, and uh, and and a girlfriend. So, so yeah. So I hated giving back rubs, and uh, and my wife loved receiving back rubs. And it just so happened that the third person enjoyed giving back rubs. And your girlfriend. Um, the, so obviously, once again, as as Greg put it, there's a, a, you know, a great situation now that I'm not doing something I dislike, and she's still getting something that she likes. And that all works out. Um, it, it, uh, it happened quite a few times on both sides. So obviously, um, a lot of positive there. And, and quite honestly, there were times, you know, where, where, um, you know, she, the, the, our girlfriend would put effort into, um, you know, me and, and, uh, and my wife being able to hang out or, or go out or, or what have you. So absolutely. The, uh, the third person, um, and he brought up economic again, something you don't really think about when you get into those situations, but absolutely comes into play for sure. Um, so yeah, all definitely positives. The jealousy part, um, it does take a, a certain type of person, you know, if you, uh, if you are the jealous type, it's probably not the relationship for you. It's uh, pretty simply, um, you know, even if you aren't the jealous type, it's, uh, you know, something to, to proceed with caution, I guess, would be my uh, my advice. Well, Jack, when it came to things like selecting movies or restaurants to go to, mm. was it like a democracy? Like, <laughs> or, or did everyone have to, was it like, like a jury where you all had to be unanimous in agreement? Like a traditional marriage, it's like, 
it's give and take, but by by definition, with two people, like that binary choice, mm-hmm. you're both agreeing to it. Whether it was somebody's preference and you're less of preference, but you're agreeing to it. But is there, um, could you get outvoted in that situation? Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, yeah. If there's, yeah, two to one is is going to be victorious. Or, did, or you didn't say no. We have to be unanimous. We have to all want to go to Red Lobster. No, no. It, um, quite, <laughs> quite honestly, in, in my situation, my, I'll say my situation probably wasn't quite optimum. Um, which is, you know, probably why it ended the way it did when it did. But, um, <laughs> it, it, not quite. It was close. But, but one of the three p- people probably weren't quite there ultimately when it came down to it. Um, and, um, so the other two kind of gave that person a little bit more control of the situation. So we kind of mm-hmm. gave in a lot, um, in, uh, in those circumstances. And, and so there was one person that made a little bit more of the decisions, I guess. Hmm. I would just imagine the psychic energy, like just, the, you know, to me, sometimes like it's, it's tough for me just to keep one partner like emotionally there. And then <laughs> if I had two partners mm-hmm. to me, that yeah. would seem like. Like, I don't know how I would be able to, I, I couldn't be able to handle it. I mean, that would be for me, I think, why I would uh, be out of it. It would be the jealousy. But again, and then how do I keep two people? Yeah. And right. You straight. are, you're bringing in another element of, of right. possibility for drama, for, you know, being upset right. for, you know, uh, my, my, you know, whatever this happened in my life. But again, keep in mind that you also have that, that third person, right? So that, that other person is also taking some of that off of your plate too. You know, my, I'll, I'll say this a hundred percent, our arguments, me and my wife's arguments like became minimal. Like they, and when they did happen, they got squashed fairly quickly because there was a mm. fucking mediator right there. Like you pretty, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, uh, again, it, um, you know, it, was, it, uh, it made things a little smoother in some aspects for sure. So one of the pros is you get a, a built in arbiter. Built in, right? Yeah, okay, absolutely. That's great. Yeah, or yeah. sometimes you're the arbiter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Were you guys all Eagles fans? No. Mm. Well, that's probably good for whoever wasn't after last Sunday. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it sounds like on the whole that Jack, you're a, you know, if the parties are all in agreement that you are a net endorser of that. I, again, right. In the right circumstances and situations, I, um, yeah, I can, uh, you know, I definitely, um, understand it where, you know, it wasn't something I went into with that in mind myself. Um, you know, we didn't plan on it being the case. It just kind of happened. So, at one point in my life, I may not have been able to comprehend it as well. It as didn't well. just happen. You had, you, I mean, you didn't just like one day someone was at your doorstep and you said, okay, we're going to be polyamorous. Right. I mean, there had to be something much like every other relationship I had. It started out sexually that there was a, a sexual goal. <laughs> um, and then that built into, yes, something more than that. You know, there are other types of relationships where, you know, what we're talking about again is, is, you know, two people that are together and then those two people happening to, to, you know, be interested in and, and have feelings for a third, same third person. Mm. Um, but there's plenty of, of, you know, poly relationships where each of those initial two people have their own person, have somebody separate. Yeah. And, and those two people have no interest in each other or the, the other partner. And they always want one-on-one interaction, but just in some, they have a, a second option for that one-on-one interaction. Correct. So yeah. So yeah. now there's four people, but not a four person relationship. It's, you know, multiple two people relationships. So yeah, it's, it, there's a lot of, 
Yeah, and then there's orgies. Well, hold that. We do have a question on that later in the show. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> I should probably... Uh, we have our first advertisers from the Church of Latter-day Saints. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Tim, Tim going, touching upon religion. Look at Tim. So there's, I, I, obviously there's a lot there. Uh, so if there's, there's probably other questions out there. If you have questions about it, um, you know, it was interesting. I never even thought of the networking version of polyamory where you have a marriage and then you have, or a, a committed relationship. And then you have like other committed relationships attached mm-hmm. to that. That's really interesting. Like a, like a really weird family tree, I, mm-hmm. I guess, of uh, polyamorous <laughs> relationships. So. Or that old, or that old shampoo commercials, and then I told two friends, and then I told two friends, and so on, and so on. That's great. Look it up on YouTube. It's uh, it's good. That's a good one. Okay, so uh, moving on. Thank you, Paragon to Death. Something came through Instagram. It's t underscore advice six six six. Oh, they ask. So I was going to write into a normal advice show, but then I found you guys, and I'm much more interested in your opinions. Awesome. All right. There you go. Yes. Good. Okay. We're not the normal advice show. No, we're not. We keep it real. Sorry. (laughs) We've got a couple of work-related ones. This first one is pretty funny. Because we've all been there. What should I do about a coworker that keeps eating my lunch? I've done all the basics. I've written my name on it. I've complained to HR. Looking for something a little more. And they literally put dot, dot, dot effective. Well, here's an idea. And it just, I don't know what about this question that made it leap to mind was um, when I was in ninth grade, one of my friends found a dead bird on the playground. And um, and you know, boys are crazy and cruel and brought this dead bird in. And when one of our other friends wasn't looking, he lifted up our friend's town talk bread and put uh, this dead bird in the, our friend's sandwich. <laughs> and then we all waited and we so all everybody focused. was in on it everybody <laughs> was in on it oh god okay. i like it and we waited and we waited and like it was like this you know psychological game of chicken would we actually allow our friend to like bite into a dead bird that we just found on <laughs> the playground and ultimately, I'm, I'm dead. I'm, I just, I mean, dead. Were there like maggots like rolling no, out of it? No, not maggots. It, it, it was a small bird. I don't know. Okay. I'm no ornithologist. I don't know if it was a, like a <laughs> finch or something like that. It was small. But, so it, it hid. It just, it was somewhat smushed. Tucked nicely inside a, a couple it of did. pieces it of bread. It fit perfectly in, inside the bread. <laughs> and so like we all kind of looking there. And you know, and, you know boys, you want to affect a tough as steel exterior. And so I didn't know if i would be the one to say don't do it don't do it or one of our friends would but or if anyone would honestly it was kind of one of those uh you know uh existential moments in life and and so i I am happy to report i don't remember who was the person with a conscience uh who stopped our friend from biting into it wasn't you yeah it wasn't me it wasn't me you know I'd like to think that in the next split second, I might have. I will never know. So, so I think what you're saying is just put something truly heinous in that Absolutely. lunch. There you go. Yeah, or put like if you want like a if you want like proof positive of who did it, put like a fucking ghost pepper, like a minced up oh. ghost pepper disguised as pimento. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. You that know, and, and, and then you will see them sweating. Yeah and coughing and sneezing and gasping, you know, and you can enjoy it. 
And then do you do you actually let them know that you did that? Like that you know now? I was like, no, oh, yeah. I would say. Well, you just stand there and smile at them, right? From the like, stand right, right. next to the fridge, watching them eat it, and then when they look up, you just give them that, you know. Yeah, and then you wait. You wait a month or six weeks, and then you say, "Hey, how was your weekend?" You know, I over the weekend I was watching ESPN, and they had one of those hot pepper contests <laughs> where people, you know, those competitive eating contests where they eat those extremely hot peppers. You ever seen one of those? Fascinating, isn't it? I love it. I love it. And that, that's how you dominate a room, by the way. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay, so there you go. Great advice. Uh, to mm-hmm. I, I think that is. I think that qualifies as good advice, right there. That's uh, yeah. So um, another work-related question. Uh, this one is pretty simple. Should I date my boss? Came from Rapid Roll Thirty Three on Twitter. They asked, "Should I date my boss?" Hmm. That's it. Huh? I don't think it is that simple of a question. No. Yeah. Yeah. I. Um, I think that's high to me. That's highly situational. Well, a big part of it for me is it just me or like in all of these situations, like if the female is in the authoritative role, then like it's okay, right? Like, but if the male is the authoritative role, then it becomes uncomfortable. Is that just me or? Yeah, uh, welcome. No, it's you and everyone from the 1950s. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm serious. No, no, like, I, like I when you hear, I'm serious. So that, yeah, so when, you hear, yeah. when you hear, when you hear, you know, you hear about like, you know, a, a, a college professor or whatever, you know, if it's a guy, then that's, you're like, oh no, that's messed up. But if it's a chick, you're like, oh, all right, go get it, tiger. You know, way to go, dude. That's. I, I feel da- that we are dangerously close to treading into one of Jack's daydream. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let if Greg you're a answer this one. And you're uh, wearing a tweed jacket, and uh, you know your students wearing one of those uh, those short skirts and uh, bobby socks. Then uh, sure, what's wrong with that? I, I think we were pretty clear a couple episodes ago. Like, no, don't ever do that. No. Just don't do that. There's so many problems that come from that, unless you're truly evil and you can twist this to your advantage, right? Well, but no, but I mean, but but again, I think it is situational. Like, if if you're a um, part-time employee at McDonald's and you're talking about the assistant manager at McDonald's and the job doesn't really hold any value for you, then, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe mm. love. Cause you know, I'm not going to discount okay. the, the potential for meeting somebody you care about. I, I know a sure. lot of people who met their significant other at work. Some, many were coworkers, but in some cases there was that supervisor employee relationship and it, and it worked out for them. But it is, like you said, Tim, it is fraught with danger um, so you, you kind of need to examine how important the job is to you, you know, but I, but what two consenting adults do, or, or Jack's case, three consenting adults do, um, <laughs> is really up to them, as long as you go into it with eyes wide open. That's my advice. Anime me boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy is spelled B-O-I-I. Anime boy. Me. Boy. Boy. This one came through Twitter. Uh, this is a little, um, well, let me just read it. Uh, what's the weirdest thing you ever put your penis in? Oh, my God. The cantaloupe? <laughs> <laughs> I knew Jack would say cantaloupe, right? So, uh, although Greg got you got, right. got there first. but Across cantaloupe off. I did actually, uh, not unlike uh, something about Mary, I once got it caught in a zipper. Oh! You know? not, not, not to that extent, fun. but uh, that wasn't weird. That was just uh, frightening and excruciating. Jack? 
Again, I defer to you. <laughs> I, mean, I, yeah, I, I had to pass on this one. I was like, mm, no, I, I got nothing. But um, Oh, come on. Like, the nothing? weirdest thing you've ever put your penis in. Well, Honestly, I mean, no. I, I can't think of anything. All right. So, right. First of all, you got couch cushions, right? You guys never do you <laughs> no no I, you say do you remember no i never i don't never put my penis in my couch cushion. no i mean just by accident no all right i'm gonna i'm gonna cross well, i mean off. i don't I'm cross I, I off couch say, I don't lie, well i don't lie on the couch nude very often i'm gonna but say I mean, that you know? you've lived a long life no like we longer than many <laughs> All right, what about you guys remember Teddy Ruxpin, right? Yes. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna... I wish the listeners we've got to start filming oh that. We gotta put god. the video on here the Greg's face. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna cross off Teddy Ruxpin too. What about the um you guys remember that squishy toy that you like held and then it like jiggled and it would slide through your hands and you know what I'm talking about? Jack, the... is that even a real toy or is that something your psychologist uh, <laughs> regressed you to remember? <laughs> Yeah, that, I remember that toy. It was called Father O'Leary. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna cross the um, I'm gonna cross the squishy toy off. So I am left with Stretch Armstrong. Was it Stretch Armstrong? This one time, I accidentally picked up a hooker. Oh, <laughs> accidentally? Yes. Okay. No, it, it was an accident. It was um, Eddie Murphy recommended. One of my one of my friends actually called me. Um, after a late night at the bar, she got a fight with her friend and she's like, please come pick me up. It's like two 30 in the morning. And so I was like, Jesus Christ. So I got up and got dressed and drove to go pick her up. And, you know, she was supposed to be coming down this road from the bar. And I went over the, the hill and I seen, you know, someone walking from that direction. So I spun around, pulled up, opened the door and she jumped in the car and closed the door. And I turned and looked at her and said, you are not my friend. Who the fuck are you? And um, she said that she would be she would be my friend um, for a certain amount of money. And, um, and if you want to hear the conclusion of that story, listeners, go to our Patreon. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and cross that off as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and skip this question. Cantaloupe. I'm gonna go with cantaloupe. And, and your friend ended up walking home that night. Can't, my friend had a long Your night. actual friend. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, because he found something to put his penis in. Yes, exactly, yes. Well, no, what I'd like to invite this listener, with all due respect, to reply back. I mean, maybe they're just curious about us, but they might also... That might be one of those questions that there's a question behind the question. So I, I'd like to know to the listener, respectfully, what is the strangest thing that you've put your penis into? <laughs> mm. Well, there you go. Beautiful. Well, we did get a voicemail. Oh, yes. I love these. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, I got a question for you all. Um, you know, wife and I, you know, trying to, uh, you know, kind of keep things spicy and fresh and that kind of thing in the, in the, uh, in the bedroom. Um, so question, uh, should I be an ass eater or an ass eat e? Um, appreciate your, your info. Um, calling to you guys from NorCal. Talk to you later. Where, where is he calling from? North Cal? NorCal. NorCal. Yeah. Northern you know, California. Okay. My, my, again, I'm just going, listeners, many of my responsibilities <laughs> extemporaneous right off the top of my head. It's like, you know, I, I, I'm truly, I appreciate the question, but I'm truly fascinated. Like, 
you know, if you're going down this uh, path, why limit yourself? You know, why is it an either or question? Why not? Why not try both and and, and and see what happens? You know what I mean? That's my advice: is don't be an either or guy. Embrace life. Be both. Ed and eat or. Let's do it. That could be a, one of our first T-shirts, guys. Ed or eat or. Eat E or eat or. Oh my gosh, that's great. Not to be confused with Eeyore, which is something that Jack found his penis in one summer morning. I just want I wanna I wanna make two observations real quick. Number one, I wanna say how interesting it is how normal I'm becoming as the world continues to progress. Number two, I just wanna say how proud I am of Greg for making it that I wasn't able to field an ass-eating question, that he took it (laughs) and just handled it from start to finish. So kudos, Greg, on that. I'm very proud of you. You've come a long way. What's your opinion? Although, yeah, make sure she's into it first, right? (laughs) Yeah. I'm honestly, I'm endlessly impressed with what I can only call the restraint of our listeners. Like you have this deviant or some would say deviant sexual impulse. And it's like, you know what, honey, I, I have an impulse to either eat your ass <laughs> or have you eat my ass. But you know what? Before we proceed, you really should uh, consult with Jack and Greg and Tim. What do you think? We're not a hotline. Until then, let's let's stick with missionary. But I'm hoping that we make it on next week's episode because uh, you know I'm getting that colonic. Much longer. I'm getting a colonic. To either. Yeah. E.T. or E.T.O.R. I love it. Uh, well, there you go. I E.T. Think, uh, phone home. Yeah. I, I think uh, it's good advice. It's good advice. Thanks for right? calling. The marketing possibilities are like oh, popping in my head right now. Like, like I, I see a picture of E.T. <laughs> phone home. Uh, oh, that's shit. great. All right. Well, thank you, NorCal. We thank you, NorCal. Question. Yes. Uh, that might be the question of the week for me. <laughs> So we did get an, uh, a couple of emails. We got this one. Our email address, again, is consultation at badcouncil.com. So I have a bone to pick with you all. Okay, so a mm. little... little Fair. Coming in hot here. Surprise, there's not more. Fair. <laughs> Just one bone? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you'd say bone. Uh, um. I have been involved in the furry lifestyle for quite a oh, while, boy. and I heard Greg's take <laughs> on the furries in bestiality recently and felt you needed some correction. There is an absolute, and this is all caps, huge difference between what I engage in and bestiality. In fact, the vast majority of furries are rather sickened by bestiality. The main difference here is in the nature of an anthropomorphic animal as opposed to an ordinary animal. The biggest attribute in the quote-unquote humanizing of an animal, at least for furries, is a level of sentience and intelligence. Most of the time, the creatures that furries create, imagine, and draw have human-level intelligence, expression, and sentience. Mentally and emotionally, they're basically human. They simply have bodies that have the elements of animals, not unlike anime cat girls. Don't know why that was brought up. (laughs) (laughs) Anime cat girls is the... That's the the center line. I don't okay. know. I, I think they're deep in the furry culture. I don't know if that's Go like ahead. some kind of outlier entryway. I don't know. Most furries truly do care greatly about animals and don't want to see them harmed or abused. 
So this oh. is a very hard line that furries simply don't cross. Do furries bestiology <laughs> is considered on the same level as child molestation? Oh. oh. Outside of a normal affection for pets or care for the well-being of animal life, furries don't generally have any perverse interest in normal animals at all. And Bullshit. They said normal animal. <laughs> I hope it helps. <laughs> Next time, educate yourself before taking on a subject you know nothing about. Oh, shit. All right, Jack Hanna. <laughs> Tim, Tim, we need a bullshit sound effect for this for this podcast, and, and we're on episode ten, and this is the first time I've decided that, in my opinion, we need a bullshit sound effect. <laughs> you, you, you know, you're you're mentally ill, and you want to fuck animals, and, and there's no doubt in my mind about it. And, and it's not the difference between like, it's the difference between like acting upon your it's it's like leveling up, you know. It, you're you're acting upon your perverse impulse, um, or fantasizing and and play acting on your perverse impulse. Okay, sicko. You know, so uh, you 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 are damaged. You know, seriously seriously damaged. This person has me riled up. Yeah. This, you you know, say no. they have your hackles up? Yeah, I mean, no, no. no. Yeah, you're, you're right. The, the, you, 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 you don't hate animals. You, in fact, want to love them. You know what I mean? Uh, or become an animal. No, so, yeah. You know, try, to, try again, you know. You, you, you know, consult the American Psychological Association and then get back to us, okay? I think I'm right. I'm going to bet on me. <laughs> well there you go uh i thought that was a very well written email yeah well written great grammar great grammar <laughs> you're a sick sick person but well written well crafted email okay so uh, this also came through oh, our shit. email consultation at badcouncil.com <laughs> so while my girlfriend was over the other day i checked mm. the time and on her phone and saw a guy texting her calling her babe I called her out on it, and she said she didn't know why he was texting her. It was her ex, and she was done with him. Mm. Then two weeks later, we are sitting at the table talking. I saw someone started calling on her phone. It was the same guy again, but with a... And he actually put in like this this emoji that has a kiss with a heart coming out of its mouth. Mm-hmm. You know that? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, and that emoji was by his name. When she saw it, she flipped the phone over right away. Then she seemed really nervous. So I waited a little and called her on it. She said again, I don't know why he's calling me. I asked to see her call log. When she handed me the phone, it was completely cleaned out. No history left in the phone. I just think this is awfully suspicious. Should I just call it done? Do you think this is suspicious? Yeah, call it done. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, a little fucking suspicious, bro. Like, all right, first of all, the kiss emoji was part of his name. So when he called, that's what shows. So she put... The ex's name in her phone with the kiss emoji. Well, bro, presumably okay, she may, put it in that may, way maybe originally, at one point. and okay. she never edited it. Okay, well, so I'll give him the benefit. Of, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt on that. Okay, and I, I will say to this guy, as just like for your own sanity, bro, you know, it, it's it's thinly veiled. No, nobody checks their. Nobody believes you that you were checking the time by picking up your ex's <laughs> your your girlfriend's phone. No, nobody believes you on that. I mean, you know, I have a pretty good sense of what time it is all day long. And I have my own damn phone to look at. And everybody in the world 
has their own damn phone to look at. And then there's microwaves, right. you know, so, so nobody believes that. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. You know, so obviously so you, you felt you there was suspicious. a reason to check in the first, exactly. Right. And, yeah. and you're right. There was a reason to check, you know, you're not wrong, <laughs> but just own it, bro. You know, you have some suspicion. Yeah, but yeah. no, I don't, I think it's, I think it's done. And, and I, you know, the empty call log is an absolute, I mean, again, uh, you know, there's, I guess, a, a few certain circuit, but, but added no, to the repetitive, no. you know, the call and the text, there's no fucking way. Like, you're, yeah, yeah, no, but I, I, I want to tell this guy, like, listen, dude, we got your back. Don't embarrass yourself by stooping to that level to demand to see a call log. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, it, it's beneath your dignity, yep. honestly. Yep. But no, it's done. It's definitely done because um, that's not good. You know what I mean? I, I, I wouldn't like that at all. And, um, yeah, not good. Yeah. Find, find another, find another partner. Yeah. Or okay. polyamory maybe is. It, yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, she may want to bring her ex into it. So right. That's what I'm saying. I, you know, oh, yeah. I, okay. we yeah. don't know what this well, guy's into. Leave or expand. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's, that's uncool. That's really uncool to me. Um, yeah, that's not, that's not, not bueno. Right. I'm if you're that, that suspicious already, just. There's something not right. Whatever. Right. Listen to your feelings. Something's not right. Right. But she's flipping her phone. Even before the and- phone call. Even before the phone call. When she says, I don't know why he'd be texting me. There's a solution to that. Block him. Ooh. You know, uh, Katie and I have a friend who has stated, like, I'm done with this person. But then they're, they're invariably, they wind up back with them. And so then they, they're done with them again. And so what we have said is like, you know what, if you truly want to be done, it's easy enough in this day and age to block people. And, and so if you don't, failure to block somebody, in my opinion, is you're leaving the door open. Yeah. You know, there, yeah. there's a part of you. You might as well. That just... wants them to stay in your life. Mm-hmm. That wants them to have the ability to get a hold of you if they have something important to say. Maybe if they... Have had some reversal of feeling, and and you're open to the hearing that. That's 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 my jam, and and like, but this guy, I feel for you, bro. But there's more fish in the sea that aren't hoes. Okay. Uh, now obviously, month of October, a lot of paranormal <laughs> stuff, a lot of creepy stuff. Mm. Uh, this one came in uh, as a, a long direct message through Twitter. Crimson Inferno X sent this to us. Mm. Um, Mysterious. Here's what they said. So this just happened. I'm sitting in my car typing uh, this with 6% battery, trying to charge my phone. A few hours ago, I finished my job and decided to grab dinner. I decided on Popeye's. It was an hour before they close. I pull up, order my food, and get up to pay. I get handed my receipt, and the order number is 666. Mm. I laugh and send the pic to my friend saying, this chicken's going to kill me. So I get home, and it's by far the best chicken I've ever had from Popeye's. chicken, right? (laughs) <laughs> it is good chicken, isn't it? And this is the best chicken that this uh, person had. Mm. 30 minutes go by, and all of a sudden, the wind outside picks up to 80 miles per hour and tears my two trees in front of my house in half. The wind is blowing branches into cars everywhere. I live right across the street from a local college, and none of the students can leave because half of the 30, uh, half of uh, a 30-foot tree is blocking the road. Oh, shit. All of a sudden, it starts to pour rain and lightning. Ten minutes later... <laughs> Half of the city's power is now out. 
I'm now sitting here regretting making a deal with that delicious, delicious chicken devil because I have to get up in the morning and make a road trip four hours out of town and my phone's about to die. Do you guys know any spells that will get me out of this deal with the delicious chicken devil? I do. Oh, all right. Uh, stop going to Catholic churches. <laughs> You, know, uh, you ate delicious chicken and then had yeah. bad weather. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you, there, there's, you know, if you're a person of faith, there are many denominations. I'm sure that having a chicken sandwich on a bad weather night when the 666 randomly pops up in your seat won't elicit this. Le- Not that we don't need the question. I appreciate the question. But, you know, won't elicit this level of so This one doesn't require the bullshit sound. This it it really doesn't. Like, you know, <laughs> and, and honestly, if, um, you know, and if, and if that isn't good advice, then say to yourself, you know what? I would keep selling your soul. You know, keep selling it. You know, it uh, is delicious y- chicken. Yeah. So, well, or, 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 you know, chicken. Like, did you um, die? Coffee. Like- um, you know, uh, drugs, sex, uh, success, yeah. money, whatever it is, man, put your soul up for sale for the highest bidder. Write it go out. For it. There you yeah, go. Go for it, man. Yep. Crossroads. Live, baby. Live. Sound like Alistair Crowley right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, good advice. I mean, thank you. Good, bad advice, but good. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Hope you're still alive. Uh, and uh, thanks for writing in. Get an umbrella. I like to. It. I like to think that they maybe use some of their six percent to send us this note. Like that yeah. would be really cool, right? <laughs> you know that they were actually sitting in their car yeah. as the as all hell is breaking loose, right? And like, again, I- content to wait. You know, in an indeterminate amount of time. To get to the answer. That's okay. I think they just understand they're part of the show, right? Yeah, I think yeah exactly. I think they get it. So, uh, direct message from uh, this person on Twitter at Amadonk. A-M-A-D-O-N-C. And simply asks, how do I get invited to orgies? Um, well, be good looking, I would assume. Is that's good. that's a good start, yes. Yeah. That is a good start. Be you attractive. Know, lots of cardio, I would imagine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like like from scratch? Like if you know, I, I don't know. Didn't, just said, how do I get yeah. invited to orgies? Question mark. Yeah, I would say be in good shape. <laughs> and put yourself, you know, be out in social situations. Or conversely, if you're not that fit, you know, get a walrus suit and go to like a furry convention. <laughs> <laughs> Greg's personal war with the furries. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of, I know, Jack, that we have a mutual friend who spent a lot of time at, I think they call them sex parties, but they're basically orgies, right? I think those are synonyms. They're probably. orgies with balloons. Sex parties. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, so balloonless sex parties. This is what uh, Amadonk um, uh, was asking. But uh, you know, I never thought to ask them. You know, how did they get looped? How'd you into get? That? How'd you get? Yeah, yeah. How'd you make it there? My suggestion from scratch to start at the strip clubs. Um, you tend to get some some you know possibility of swingers there sometimes. So I would go to the strip clubs. I would look for couples at the strip clubs. Um, and then your, your percentages are going to go way up at that point for, for the possibility of swingers. Swingers means the probability of orgies. It's, um, it's like the Kevin Bacon game, but you just start with the strippers and then work your yeah, way but, out. But, but Jack, my, my, my kind of precursor, my prereq, if you will, 
is you got to be attractive. Like Michael Moore could hang out at strip clubs oh, yeah. seven days a week, and he's yeah, not yeah, going to yeah. get invited to any orgies, right? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Or Rich, I think Rich does it too. Oh yeah, that's probably yeah. Good. I think it's tr- attractive or Rich, and you can, um, yeah, I think. But but it, but if furries can put together situations, why? I mean, there's got to be like online forums for things like that. And I, I think that when I lived in the same city where Tim now lives, oh, I'm sure. I think one night my brother and I were out walking around like going from bar to bar and we walked by like a unabashed sex club. I mean, so those situations must exist. I watched, I used to watch real sex on HBO in the eighties and, and I would see kind of freaky situations. I mean, the people were always, you know, really disappointing compared to what I would have imagined they looked like, <laughs> but, uh, but I know those things existed. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And, and yeah, obviously the internet is a great place to, um, you know, to delve into, you just got to yeah, Google it, bro. Find, well, yeah, it might not be that simple, but <laughs> that might eliminate the need for our show, Greg. Like, well, well, that's um, true. Yeah. So get a Peloton, <laughs> get on your Peloton. Yeah. Get right. And after 1500, when you hit the 1500 mile mark, Google it, get, get good and looking, then write us back and let us know how it goes. Get rich and go to strip. Yeah. Those, right. those yeah. three. Cool. Good advice. Um, okay, our last note came in from or Twitter. start an orgy, and just you know do like a Facebook party kind of thing, and just invite all your friends, right? That, I mean, that's I guess another way. Yeah, I mean, but based on last week's or maybe it was the week before's questions, like, gosh, I would think that you'd want some level of anonymity and not like invite your friends over. Oh, oh yeah, I guess yeah, good point. I don't know, I don't know, but that just do it for know, Halloween. That's... That yeah. everyone can dress up and wear a mask and have like have a toga party, you know, and you're in and say and make it well known to your friends that you're going as Caligula. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going as Caligula. <laughs> and I mean, I'm full yeah. method acting on that. I really yeah. intend to get into That's character. Right. Yeah. Just to be known. Show up with a, a toga and a fistful of Crisco. <laughs> yeah. In addition to being in a toga, I want you to know that I'm going to be into Caligula's character. So I need you to like address me and interact with me as if I were Caligula. Great. I'll bring my fiddle uh, and yeah. I can be Nero. Um, okay. So at Figbot sent us a note through Twitter. Mm. Uh, my wife's friend is texting a guy two hours away and she doesn't drive. It would be a four hour round trip for him to take her out to dinner. What should we advise her to do to sweeten the deal for a free Applebee's meal? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm quite sure that Jack and I had initial different first thoughts. So Jack... Offered a crush's junk. Was that yeah. the... <laughs> some, some selfies, maybe? They're, they're going to drive, right? They're going to meet. Yeah, well, well, you know, why not offer them a place to stay, whether that means on neutral territory, like at a hotel or in at her place and say, hey, listen, I know it's a long drive. I think we'll like each other. But if we don't, you know, uh, rest assured, I'm a gentleman and or I'm a respectful gal and and you'll have a place to stay. I mean, money solves a lot of problems, right? So if, if if you want to sweeten the deal, like, yeah, offer to pay for Applebee's and then say, hey, listen, um, if, if you're not feeling like driving back, uh, you have options. You can stay with me or I would be happy to pay for a hotel if that's within their means. 
but but you know beyond that like uh, this this doesn't sound like a relationship that has I mean, a it's lot Applebee's. of Applebee's yeah yeah it's right like don't they have like the share the appetizer special or whatever like like maybe a hand job i would say like a hand job should get you down to you know cuz you're going to eat too right mm-hmm. so i would say if i was like all right i could drive 20 minutes to have you know dinner at fridays by myself or I could drive two hours to have dinner at Applebee's and get a hand job, then I would probably go. So, so spring rolls and a hand job. That's, that's what that should do it. Yeah. Oh my okay. God. If you if you want to go above and beyond, then it, you know from there you just kind of increase your your chances. I would say, but mm-hmm. at the at the low end, I would think right spring rolls and a hand job. And all the apple beatinis that you can drink. <laughs> apple teenies? Apple beatinis. Apple beatinis? Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. That's great. Um okay, well there you go. Uh you can tell your what was it? His wife's friend or your something? Welcome. Wife's friend, that's right. Yep. <laughs> wife's You're welcome. That's right. <laughs> Enjoy your fucking right. dinner. Your riblets. <laughs> Yeah, they might live in a place where Applebee's is the best place yeah. to go. I mean, yeah, they might live in you know those places exist. Northern Florida, right? Like where you know, there's not a lot of uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Not a lot of yeah, hello. <laughs> so, listeners, um, you know, we love bringing you bad advice every week. We love ridding you of the scourge of furries in our society, and so <laughs> we need to be able to keep doing that. So, we need your help. He speaks for himself, folks. He speaks for himself. Absolutely. We, we need your help, though. There's there's no disagreement on that point. We need your help. That's right. We wouldn't exist unless you had seemingly straightforward and, and easily solvable questions that you felt the compelled to ask our advice on. And so please keep doing that. You know, you can do that by sending us um, Twitter uh, tweets to at Bad Council One. You can visit our Instagram page at, at bad.council. Bad. You can visit our Facebook page. You can email us at consultation at badcouncil.com. Or you can leave us a message at 541-604-8487. We now have a Patreon page. And although we take no payment for this, uh, it does take away time from our families and from our occupations to make this for you. So any donation that you would make would be massively appreciated. Mm-hmm. Whether it's little or a lot, uh, we really could use the support. We want to bring you great entertainment. And for our Patreon listeners um, and supporters, we will have extra content. We will have merchandise. Um, Who knows? Jack might even show up at your birthday. (laughs) Please support us so that we can keep supporting you. That was wonderful. Well, guys, this was, as always, it's a highlight of my week. I love both of you. Thank you so much for doing this. And uh, I hope you all have a, a good rest of the week. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Chill Pollen. <laughs> oh, I so I was wondering, can you listen to um, Non Points cover of In the Air Tonight? Can you is covers okay or no? No, unfortunately, no one. Oh, that no. Land of Confusion uh, cover. No, that like Nothing. brash metal no. uh, cover no. of Land of Confusion. Can't do it. No, damn it. No. All right. Well, it's a horrible. Right. It's horrible. <laughs> it's a sickness. <laughs> Thank God I'm not a furry, or Greg would just uh, (laughs) shit my way the whole time. And thank God Phil Collins is mostly irrelevant. It's not (laughs) Yeah, there was a point in my life where that was true torture. For sure. sure. Right. It could be Drake. That would suck, right? Exactly. (laughs) Right, right, right. Uh, Okay, gentlemen. Well, listen, have a great night. Uh, Be good, guys. Yep. Bye bye.
guy. Tell Katie we said hi. Bye.